You are now tuned into FNL Radio. Run for cover, motherfucker! You are now tuned to FNL Live with Dr. Monique. Time to laugh your ass off. Survives you on the night, people. Somebody else. Come and sing with the voice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Barbara, this is Shirley. <laughs> you see the time the vibes one of the night, people. Come on, Shirley. So, woman to woman, I don't think it's been any more than fair than to call you and let you know where I'm coming from. Now, now Portia, I don't know how you're going to take this, but whether you be cool or come out of a bag, see, it really doesn't make any difference. But it's only fair that I let you know that the man you're in love with, he's mine. You better tell it fast. That food. Mm-hmm. You see, I make it possible. The clothes on his back. Favorite than buy him though. I buy them. I make the it. car he drives. I pay I the make note, note on the money. <laughs> so I'm telling you these things to let you know how much I love this man. And woman to woman, I think you'll understand just how much I'll do to keep it. Right, and then we're about to go to another bed real quick, people. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, you should never call me a fat ass Kelly Price. Come on through, Kelly Price. <laughs> Friend of mine, honey. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> Welcome back to FNL Radio, everybody. It's your boy Doc. And got Monique on the other end, people. Hey, y'all, my loves. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Haven't said that in about a year or so, huh? Right, right. <laughs> Guess who's back in the motherfucking house? Sit down. Two big tickle bitties for your mouth. <laughs> It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Not at all. So, <laughs> but welcome back, everybody, to the new season of FNL Radio. Again, we haven't done the show since our, um, you know, we, we get serious on the show. So we do have our serious moments. You know, it's not all fun and bullshit sometimes. We do have our moments. So we had our last episode where we did the voters episode. And that was, you know, fun and educational because look where we got us. We got Money Bad Joe in the hot White House. Shout out to the Skiwi herself, uh, Kamala Harris. We did it, Joe. So, um, <laughs> so we, we we managed to help, you know, get that word out for the voters. So we made sure we were part of that situation. And we got, you know, again, President Joe in the White House. And so a lot has, you know, pretty much has been going on, people, because actually, I believe it was, was earlier last year when we started, you know, the new season off with Big Rona Lisa surviving Big Rona. We had Tiger King to keep us entertained last year. And now four years later, now the masks are coming off, but some of y'all keeping y'all keeping y'all mask on, which is good. I'm keeping my my, my mask on, even though I'm fully vaccinated. I make sure I'm keeping my mask, so it's part of my everyday life now. I'm not changing no rules because I don't want to go back to the office. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to everyone who um getting their vaccinations. You know, people, if you can take Karen in your um right arm and you could take a little sniff sniff <laughs> up your nose, you can get the vaccine. <laughs> Okay, so guys, with that being said, a lot has gone on um, over the past year. Like like you said, you know, we did not ever think or did not know when we were going to see um, this day come when they would tell us that uh, we could go ahead and drop the masses and um, get rid of them if you have been fully vaccinated. So it is very important for everyone to become fully vaccinated. Like Reggie said, if you can burn them nose hairs out. <laughs> You can um take a take a licking in your in your veins. Some people shoot it up in their feet oh. <laughs> and everywhere else <laughs> that, that you can put a needle in. Certainly you can get this vaccine real quick. Get your two doses. Um and so it's just very important um again to, to get your vaccine. Um let's see, I did and, and Reggie and I when we did have our uh, you know show about Miss Rona coming through. I actually did test positive um, right after I got the call um, the day after Thanksgiving, I tested positive um, for the virus. So it is very serious. I did not have any signs. I did not have any symptoms, wasn't sick at all. Um, but you guys know that um, I work in a nursing facility. So um, it was running rampant all up and through. Miss Rona came through dripping all <laughs> up and through the facility that I was that I work at. And um, I honestly think that's, you know, what happened at the time we, you know, had hospice patients. We were doing telehealth visits with the hospice companies. And I went into a patient's room 
um, to do the telehealth visit, come to find out that person was positive. And then that Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, they told me that I was positive. So, um, you know, I quarantined. I actually uh, stayed out of work for about 20 days. I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I am, you know, it's I, I'm a living testimony that, that you can get it. And um, it is very important to you know, almost like that thing with just getting checked for HIV and AIDS to know your status, get tested. Um, and then again, like I said, get your vaccination. I got my vaccination. Um, I got my first one at the end of January and then I got my second one in uh, February, 14 days later. So definitely people, Miss Rona is very, very serious. We all know that she can be very, very deadly. So that's why, again, I can't stress the importance of, um, you know, getting the vaccination so that, you know, you can protect yourselves and everyone else around you. Yes, yes. And everyone, like I told you, um, I got my um, vaccine beginning of, actually on April 1st, the day before my birthday. Um, I got my vaccination. I got the, uh, I was going to do the Moderna. Definitely wasn't doing a Johnson Johnson because y'all out here making baby powder and they're getting lawsuits against that already. And y'all out here getting blood clots to everyone with the, took the vaccine. I definitely was not going to be part of that. Um, one time hit it and one time quit it. So I um went ahead and got the um, now they tricked me. I was going to get the Moderna, but I had to get it from right there because that was the only place I was doing vaccines around my area. So they get the Michelle Pfizer and um. Got that taken care of. The Earth One of Pfizer did me good. I didn't have any side effects, anything major. I was just tired. I had a lot of tiredness, um, a lot of fatigue. And that was pretty much it. Just, you know, a sore arm. My mom told me the trick. She, you know, she's a nurse. She told me, get the vaccine and your arm that you use the most. Get the shot in your arm that you use the most. So your writing arm, whatever. So I used my right arm the most. So I got it in that one. So it was easier because the muscles already, you know, familiar with that arm so it's easy to move around and not really had too much soreness but again just the only thing was just fatigue i was tired as hell i was like okay what's going on here but i managed i got it through two shots done and i'm here surviving so again i'm not transforming into no mutant um i don't have no uh, superpower or nothing i'm not um look like little nice x from his um video so i i you know i'm I'm a living testimony, if you will, that when you get the vaccine, you will be good. Because, again, y'all can shoot hair up your arms and, you know, do it while you're driving at the same damn time. You can get yeah, your vaccine, your thighs too. And your toes. So, yes. yeah, you can go in and get the vaccine real quick. I, too, got the Pfizer as well. Um, we had a clinic, you know, because I'm a healthcare worker, we were offered, you know, healthcare workers were offered the vaccine first. So, I took mine at work. Um CVS came and set up a clinic. So, and um, I got mine in my dominant arm as well, in my right mm-hmm. arm. The only thing I experienced was a little bit of soreness um, a couple hours afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that was for the first dose. The second dose, I was completely fine. I didn't have any um, soreness. I didn't feel um, fatigued or anything like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're talking about their, you know, there's talks about, you know, you might have to get a booster. So mm-hmm. if, if if a booster is required, you definitely need to get your booster shot as well. But, you know, all in all, people, again, we can't stress enough, get your vaccine, get tested, you know, should you start to feel any signs or symptoms of the coronavirus, go ahead and get yourself tested so you'll know what your status is. So, yes. again, you can protect yourself and those around you. 
Yes, yes. And like I was telling y'all last year, too, On the, um, I think I told y'all last year, I'm not for certain if I did or not, but I felt like I already had the bit Rona because my sister, she got really sick December. Remember, they were saying people may have gotten already like December 2019. So my sister got really sick December yeah. 2019, Christmas week. And I ended up getting sick. And she was like down and out like coronavirus symptoms. So I felt the same way, like, I'll say February. And I think I can partially blame that. And this is why I think that, remember, I used to work at this place. Not going to name no names. But remember Chatty Patty I used to talk about on the show. Who was always coughing and hawking up a storm in the building. I feel like she had bit Rona talking about bronchitis. No, you had Rona Lisa and tried to get me. You got me a little bit because I did feel a little sick. I did feel like a little symptom. But this again, this was in February, January 2020 before, you know, the mass, you know, message went out that, hey, everything shut down. Coronavirus is here and real. So I feel like she had it, passed it on. But I feel, you know, I feel like I already had it. But I took the vaccine again, people just be on the safe side because, again, you never know what's going to happen. You just want to be safe. Cause I have, you know, my grandmother prayerfully, you know, she'll be 90 next month in June. So definitely make sure she's good. She got her two doses and she 89, she got her two doses. So you can do it. Like nothing wrong with her. So, you know, people just go out here, be safe. And then now that, you know, in Virginia in particular, I know that today on the 15th, they mandated where you don't have to wear the mask and you're fully vaccinated. Now, the tricky part about that is a lot of people are liars. So you're going to have people out here saying they vaccinated because, you know, it's those them Trump people who still out here in these streets going to say, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, I don't want to wear my mask. And they're out here passing germs around the people, too. I noticed in some of the stores too, I went to the night, they actually took the stickers off the floor already where you had to stand six feet apart. And I'm like, OK, it's a little too soon. So I'm definitely going to wear my mask because I don't want people all up on me like that. But I said to say. A lot of stores are going to, you know, like Costco in particular, they're saying they're going to go off the honor system, which is wild because Costco and like some of these, you know, membership clubs, you have to show your car when you go into the building, to the store. You have to show your receipt when you leave out, but now they're going to off the honor system to say that if you have a vet, if you had the vaccine or not. So that's a little tricky part. So, yeah, people definitely still wear your mask, even though a lot of states are starting to open up and say that you don't need to wear your mask. The CDC recommended that. But then the CDC are the same people that's going to turn around in a couple of months and say, oh, y'all should wear your mask because there's something else coming out here now. Definitely people still wear your mask. Um, I noticed that there's a lot of festivals and concerts starting to come back up this fall, too. A little nervous about that as well. I don't think I'll be at no concerts like that. I don't think I'll be at no... I don't think I'll be nowhere like that, you know. Usher, even with the Usher butts in Vegas for his residency, I don't think I'll be seeing no Usher, no Usher concert. They got the um, Rolling Out Loud Festival, um, Rolling Loud Festival rather in Miami in a couple of months. Florida was the hot spot for sure. Don't not going to be out there with them nasty ass people. So you know, again, people just protect yourself because you only have one life, and if you fuck that up, then. Welcome to Six Feet Under. So I just, you know, I just want y'all to be safe out here in these streets. We want that, you know, to y'all all the time to make sure you're good. Um, yeah, like you said, definitely just because the CDC has given the guidance that you can remove your mask, especially when you're out in public. If you've been um, fully vaccinated, still, again, like Reggie said, because you don't know when everybody is telling the truth. And a lot of places don't make you... Um, 
provide proof like mm-hmm. your card yeah. um that you have been fully vaccinated just to be on the safe side you know you should continue to wear your mask um my aunt when she told me that she got hers she stated that they didn't even give her a card they sent like an email stating that she had been fully vaccinated but they didn't get a card i have actually have an actual card that i actually mm-hmm. i have my card so i get my free donut from krispy kreme Mm-hmm. Okay, but I keep in my wallet, you know. But again, you know, again, you just don't know when the numbers, you know, and the positivity, the positivity rate is going to spike, mm-hmm. um, and and go and go up. Yep. So just to be on the safe side, you definitely should keep your mask on. Um, I don't know. I may be coming home sometime soon. Um, and even though that I've been vaccinated and I think my uncle and a couple of my aunts and cousins have told me they've been vac- vaccinated, I probably still wore my mask around them, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, just so that, um, they are safe and I am mm-hmm. safe. My, um, aunts and uncles are elderly, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't want anything to happen to them because I've come down and again, because I work in a nursing facility. And, you know, recently we haven't had any residents to test, to test positive, but every now and then we may have, because we actually test every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but every now and then we may have a staff member to pop positive, because again, once they go outside of the nursing facility, you know, even though we're wearing masks, we're wearing our PPE in the building, um, you know, we're wearing our uh, shields and goggles and things like that. Still, when, you know, you go outside of work, we don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, like I said, just to be on the safe side, I would, even though the new guidance has come out, I would still um, wear my mask. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because y'all going through that, y'all facility, goodness. But, um, <laughs> every week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but um, again, people, welcome back to the show. Also, some new things have developed on the show as well, people. So, um, I'm not familiar with Google because I don't know if Google still has a um, platform to listen to the show. So the Android users, if y'all can still listen to on Google Podcasts, if that's still a thing, um, so be it. But um, so no Google check. But <laughs> we have Thank now um, we are on Apple Spot, um, Apple Podcasts, of course. Also, we're on Spotify, on Anchor. But now we are on iHeartRadio, people. So if you download the iHeartRadio app, you can listen to FNL Radio on there now. So we're moving on up. Um, hopefully, we get some bucks. So um... I did not know that until now. So I guess okay. I'm not gonna start tonight, ready. I'm feeling okay. I'm, I'm watching the Upshaws while we're doing the show. I've had a pretty good weekend thus far, so I'm not gonna start nothing with you. You don't start no shit with me. But we'll talk offline. How about that? And speaking of new things, people, I also um, did something major at the top of this year. I did buy my first house, so I'm officially homeowner now. Yes, yes. And it wasn't with any FNL funds. It was straight from hard work and and FHA loans. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so Scott Manor is live and open. And I hope to, and this is why too, I need people to get vaccinated because I want to have some cookouts. Now that I have a big ass backyard, I want to be able to like have, you know, a, a f- official cookout, have people come out, bring food and stuff. Eh, don't want everyone to cook, 
But I'm, at least, you know, you could cook here if you have to. Just bring your ingredients. I watch to make sure that you actually use some um, ingredients that's not expired because, you know, people will bring you some old-ass food. I'm a little testimony of that. Um, not going to name no names on who's living out bad food, but there are people out here that will give you bad food. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, so, um, yeah, so it's definitely been a blessing that I was able to get this house that's been, like, my... Big thing since Big Rona last year when we had that downtime when we didn't know what was going to go on. I was like, you know what? With anything before I turned 31, I want to make sure I get my first house. And I made that happen. And I'm a little nervous to invite um, Monique over because as much as y'all hear me on the show when I used to talk about going to Monique's house and I said I was still on her hardwood floors and make sure I get a lawsuit. I have these hardwood floors in my house. <laughs> and I shall do the same. And my sister made a mention of that to make me think of that because I talked to her earlier and I FaceTimed her. And she talked about this one dining room chair that I had that's little um crooked smile. It got a little, you know, a little limp to it. And she said, because if I fall that chair, you don't have no signs in your house, I'll fall and sit on that floor and sue you, even though you uh, even though you're my brother. <laughs> so <laughs> I will um <laughs> <laughs> So now that just made me think in the dining room, I will um put a wolf pussy fur rug under the dining room table in that area so no one falls and slip on the head and you can fall on some wolf pussy fur on the rug. It's yeah. funny. I had a little um I guess we both had kind of some major things happen over the years. So at the top of the year I myself um actually got a new position. Mm-hmm. Clack clack so bravo. Yeah. So I am officially well I guess so I entered into my program, um my administrator and training program um, to get my license to become a licensed nursing home administrator. And then I got a promotion within that. So I am the assistant administrator slash administrator in training now at the facility. So that was something that I've always wanted to do. Um, pretty much ever since I started in healthcare, I, you know, you guys know that I have a, a son. And so I wanted to kind of wait until he became of age where he was kind of self-sufficient and could do things for himself where he didn't need me as much because I spent a lot of time studying and preparing for the exam and then things go on at work, which caused me to maybe, you know, maybe have to run back to work because something may happen, things like that. So um, some big life changes for the both of us. And then speaking <laughs> of the dining room table, so I guess a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about Big Rona, I did have a little shindig over here, a little get together. One of my girlfriends, um, I had a little um, get together for her for her birthday. And so, you know, we were kind of pretty much spread out all over the house and we had a little male entertainment, if you will. Shout out to Bolo. But, <laughs> but what of my best girlfriend she was like you know that was in there talk about your kitchen table and I was like what so and it is and I forgot so the um in our kitchen table um because we don't really use our dining room space or whatever so in our kitchen table we you know it's just me Jaden and my husband so we have certain places that we sit at at the table we sit in our same spaces every night so the chair that Jaden sits in there is like a, I guess a nail or something coming up out the seat <laughs> <laughs> and then the other table that nobody I mean the other seat that nobody uses is like wobbly, <laughs> wobbly and a leg but the, the legs gonna fall out any minute so my girlfriend was like, you know the bitches was in there talking about the damn table. 
in the table. She said, whatever was like, every time I sit, something oh. was poking me in the ass. And then she said, um, and it was a mother and a daughter. And she said, the mother said, yeah, I'm damn near scared to sit in this chair. But I said, I'm going to get up on the floor. So she, my girlfriend was like, they're going to sue your ass. You better get that shit up on your ass. <laughs> so, I guess before I have anything else, I'm gonna make sure things is right and tight over here. <laughs> yes, I, I will make sure I get a chair because uh, I want my own sister suing me, and um, and I want Monique to try to fall in that chair too to, for some get back. So I will, <laughs> <laughs> I will um try to fix the chair myself now. <laughs> But again, people, um, we do thank you all for tuning in. We thank you all so much for waiting on us and still listening to the show, even though we've been gone for a minute. Now we're back with the jump off. And now we're going to jump off with a story. Now, you heard when we started the show, we played some few hits that reminded us of a certain Rattle House House of Atlanta star because, you know, this news just happened out of nowhere on a Monday after the day after the reunion, the part three of the reunion, which I still feel like this season wasn't really necessary for three parts. But it is what it is, because, you know, that's just the Bravo flow. But Portia Williams, people, now, she has raised some eyebrows because she is now engaged to Fallon's... What, how do you say her name? Fallon or Fallon? Fallon. I always call her Fallon, but Fallon. You know, it's like when I say Kaja Kojic, you know, for trademark purposes. But um, shout out to my... Oh, people, by the way, too, it is my seventh year anniversary of me being the pastor and minister of the Lord. Shout out to Universal Life Church. And my credentials. I could perform your wedding. Your um. Okay, so did you ever contact my friend? Look, no, no. So I am busy this summer. I'm booked and busy, so I will not be able to perform any ceremonies. Um, I have to renew my license. So I am currently on. Um, <laughs> okay. I to pay the dues, but because I haven't, you know, I, I don't have time, and I don't have to pay my dues, and I think that's um I have to look at you know because of the Universal Life Church, there was some um controversy behind the scenes. I'm not sure because Monique raised concern about this that people start looking to the credentials and the um the realness of the Universal Life Church, but there's some investigations going on, so we have to make sure that, you know, just like <laughs> just like my degree from RC to the Philadelphia, when that school shut down, I gotta make sure that my um, degree is valid. So I gotta make sure my certificate is valid still. So <laughs> that's what we're on right now. But <laughs> I will get back to you. Now <laughs> But uh, speaking of weddings, though, I may perform this wedding because Portia is in a relationship and engaged to Simon on Gullah Gullah Island. Now, she verified on... <laughs> How do you say his name? Now, I, I feel bad because I, I'm part of my Nigerian roots now. So, um, I am not going to try to pronounce his last name. So, we're just going to call him Okay, yeah, Simon Gullah Island. Simon G. Simon Gullah uh, Gullah. Um, she verified on Instagram that our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast, but we are living life each day to the fullest. I choose happiness every morning and every night. Tune out all negative energy and only focused on positive wishes. He makes me so happy, and to me, that what matters the most. Now, of course, we saw on the show how Fallon and uh, Simon Gullah Gullah were, you know, this couple, she's like 31 years old. She just turned 32 or something like that. She's super young, my age, basically. And Simon shook daddy status, got nice cars, big-ass house. You know, so we saw the whole situation in the house when the, all the girls went there for Halloween, when she dressed as Medusa. Love. Who was she dressed as? As Medusa. Okay, Medusa. She was dressed as Medusa out there, you know, snakes dropping on the ground while 
Porsche this whole time looking around. You know, remember that scene where she was uh, chasing after or trying to get the golf club to beat the living brakes off Latoya? And drawing the snakes dropping, Porsche said, "You know, I knew that was failing. Uh, failing running by a car, so I wanted the snakes drop." And you saw uh, Porsche looking at the ground. That's because Porsche's out here looking at the floor plans, trying to see. Let me see what I'm going to change in this house because I got something up my sleeve. Shout the woman to woman and friend of mine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now it comes like the timeline. So it's like, okay, when did this relationship really start? Because of the fact that we just saw earlier this year in January that the divorce rumors started or the talk of the divorce started between Fallon and Simon Gullagulla saying that they're going to separate. They're not going to longer to be together. Simon Gullagulla did an Instagram live saying that the reason why her, he and Fallon are um, divorcing because he, she, she cheated on him. That was where on the block. And then also when you think about it, Fallon didn't come to the reunion, so it made us think, okay, is that why she didn't come to the reunion? Because usually friends come to reunion. You know, we've seen Tanya before she uh, fleed the country, was on the show, or Tanya before she fleed the country back to Canada. She was on the show or be on the reunion as well. So we respect the Fallon, and the Toyos all up and through on there. Now we know why Fallon wasn't there, and now we know why Fallon followed Porsche on Instagram because of the fact that, you know, Portia does not her husband or ex-husband. Well, well, here's the thing. So Portia has been trending or when this story broke, she trended uh, probably for about two days. Mm-hmm. So again, there's so many different there's so many different stories to the story, if you will. <clears throat> so first of all, you know, we were introduced to Fallon this season, uh, season 13 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she was brought on to the show as Portia's friend. Right. Um, they were hanging out at Fallon's house, Portia, Tanya, Portia's sister, Lauren, and I believe Shamia as well. They were all hanging out with Fallon at her home. And so... Simon is 56 and Fallon is 31. Um, I think they have been married just shy of two years. Um, I believe what Fallon already had one son and then, or either one or two sons. And then she also uh, had a son with Simon um, while she was married to him. But now uh, there's a story that has come out stating that, uh, Fallon actually and Portia were not friends because that's one of the things that Portia did say when she confirmed that her and Simon were, you know, together and now they're engaged and they're living life to its fullest and they are working on the best way to co-parent um, baby PJ. Um, Fallon states that they were not friends. Supposedly, the story was pretty much um, they told Fallon, I guess, they were going to try her out, and they told her to show up um, to film me, and they introduced her to Portia uh, pretty much right before they were actually supposed to film, and um, just pretty much told them to pretend like they had been friends mm-hmm. all along. Then there's another story basically stating that you know, uh, Dennis, who is the father of baby PJ, um, Dennis and Simon had some business dealings. Um, not necessarily maybe business partners, but they had quite a few business dealings. You know, uh, Dennis owns the hot dog, um, the hot dog place. And then also, I think he owns a couple of like hookah spots and then um Simon owns a couple clubs and has some restaurants as well. I want to say they say uh Simon is rumored to be 
to be rumored to be worth forty million. Okay. So, catch the bag. Okay. <laughs> you better catch. So um what they're saying is Portia and Fallon kind of met through Dennis and Simon and um you know they hung out a couple times here and there but they weren't friend friend friends so pretty much now I don't know what's really going on I don't know if this is if this is just you know a scheme set up by Todd to come to us with the (laughs) bullshit and this is just a storyline for season 14 I don't know if Real Housewives you know every you know from to my understanding every week the ratings drop uh-huh. So in order to kind of save the show, this is some Portia went along with. I'm doing a show. Um, this is something that Portia kind of went along with, so that the you know to to secure her her peach for next season and to make sure the Real Housewives of Atlanta carried on. And so then, right after this story broke, then something else um dropped about Portia, uh, I guess, inking a three-episode deal with Bravo. Uh-huh. So supposedly the tea behind this is this was something that, that was already in the works, that was already in the making um, prior to this whole situation with um, Simon. So this three episode or as Nini would like to say this Marshall honey <laughs> this this this, uh, this 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 little Marshall is supposed to be about just you know uh Portia you know navigating through life and um the whole Black Lives Matter movement and then just you know her being a mommy and you know trying to balance all of those things Mm-hmm. But I guess now that this whole tea has dropped, I guess maybe that is going to um, kind of play into this. And then I don't know if she's then going to also get some type of spinoff, which will detail maybe, you know, her engagement, her planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, there's also a story going around stating that she is pregnant. Mm-hmm. These pictures that surface on Mother's Day. She was in, you know, um, a rather large, you know, loose fitting dress and, um, you know, it looks like she may have been pregnant. So who knows um, with this? I, I don't know. We shall see how this plays out. And then there was a young lady. What was her name? Jessica Baby Cakes or Jessica Cakes or something like that. She mm-hmm. claims to have been um, dating Simon. Um, some pictures of her sitting in his Ferrari what in um, I don't know if it was in March yeah it was um, yeah March 31st was the timestamp. you know it's just it's a, it's a whole lot to take in you know a lot of so then there are, there's also something else going around like I said there's a bunch of stories regarding this story then there's a story going around stating that pretty much um, all of her castmates knew, with the exception of maybe um, that pretty much it, that this whole story was going to drop, and this is something that is truly for a storyline for next season. Um, so you know, castmates had had a little something to say. So mm-hmm. they stated Kenya, she put a Nicki Minaj meme up and stated, you know, did I? Was I lying? Was I lying? Marlo, you know, had something to say as well. Um, I believe Candy and uh, Dora, they really didn't comment. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But Todd, um, <laughs> Todd had Todd put a post, and I don't have that post right in front of me. But pretty much, I don't know if you haven't read you, but to sum it up, it was kind of like this is what broke bitches do. This is broke bitch behavior. So, and he was saying something like, you know, he'd rather just be amongst regular people doing regular shit versus always trying to do something for fame. Um, you know, and something to be seen. And so, you know, the people were saying, child, it take a scam. And basically he was, um, you know, insinuating that Portia is a scammer. And, you know, the, the girls say it take a scammer to know a scammer. Right. <laughs> so you were just a production assistant and you all of a sudden now you got restaurants, you got businesses under Candy's name. What Mama Joyce ain't say all that shit for all these years for nothing now. So keep it nice and keep it cute, son. Because you out here, you know, you 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 just you the situation that um what Mama Joy say the scheme the scheme set up by Todd <laughs> to come to us with the bullshit that's yes. what that's what I'm birthday saying honey yeah I'm birthday yeah so and so then you know Nene <laughs> Nene had put up a post you know stating congratulations she was glad that Portia was um, finally winning that love. <laughs> then she had to take it all back. She stated <laughs> that she didn't re- she didn't realize that all this was going on. She stated that she had not been, you know, keeping up with the season. She just knew that this was a girl that had been bought on the show by Portia and the girl was married. And so she said when the picture came out that day with um on Mother's Day with Portia, Simon, and Dennis, she said she really didn't pay any attention to Simon. She said she just noticed Dennis. So she said she just assumed that Dennis and Portia had gotten back <laughs> together, had worked out whatever their issue was, and you know, love was winning. So she said she had no idea that it was going down like that. So I, I don't know. What do you think, Reggie? What what are your thoughts on this? So first off, uh, Simon Gullah Gullah is out here offering a fifty thousand dollars reward if you can bring out the receipts. I was just about to read that. <laughs> so look, if you can bring out the receipts that he was actually cheating with uh, Jessica Baby Cakes, and we can um, prove that he was cheating, um, he got fifty thousand dollars on the line for us to try to um, come up with any type of receipts. So being a graphic designer, is, I am. And this is fifty thousand dollars in cash. He says he's offering cash. To yes. anyone that can provide credible proof that he cheated on his fiance, the Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams, or his estranged wife, or his estranged wife Fallon, Simon Fifty Six is attempting to set the timeline straight after a woman named Jessica Harris claimed to have had a relationship with him in his ongoing divorce and new engagement. He stated, let's have some fun, he wrote on Instagram Thursday alongside a photo of Harris in his car on March 31st. If anyone can show credible receipts that I cheated on my ex-wife between 6-14-2019 and 1-15-2021, I have $50,000 waiting for you. He added, in the meantime... We have timeline issues with someone claiming to have dated me at the same time as my fiance Portia. I have an extra, listen, y'all, so y'all can get yep. an extra twenty five thousand for any receipt showing that this is actually that this that this actually happened. Let's get to some facts. By the way, I keep very meticulous record in parentheses receipts of my life. 
His post came after Harris claimed to baller alert that she met Simon at the Red Martini nightclub in in Atlanta on March 30th. Damn, she was in the car the next day. Yeah. <laughs> she alleged that he told her about his divorce from Fallon, 31, during their meeting, and they subsequently pursued a relationship. I had no idea that he was talking to Portia. She said, claiming that they have that they have been in contact as recently as May 9th and that he was texting and calling her every day. Williams 39 confirmed her relationship and engagement to Simon earlier this week. The couple got engaged after just one month of dating. I know it's fast, but we are living life each day to its fullest. I choose happiness every morning and every night. She wrote on social media, the proposal caused a stir in the Barbara-verse as Williams and Simon's soon-to-be ex-wife Fallon were posed as friends on the most recent season of RHOA. And so then um, Fallon, we did hear from her basically, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much wanted to thank the people for supporting her. And so she stated, you know, that you know, in the midst of everything, she was still trying to finalize her divorce and pretty much to sum it up, move on with her life. So, you know, according to her, you know, basically the divorce isn't final just yet. Then they brought out some old pictures of her child proposing to a, a boy that looked like he was about 13 years old. Yes, at the damn bowling alley. Yeah, I thought he was, I thought they were in a food court in the mall, <laughs> but I guess, if yeah. I've heard people say that it was the bowling alley. So again, I don't know what this whole situation is about. I don't know if this is again, you know, her trying to get ratings for this for this three part uh, spinoff. You know, that's that's supposed to be taking place. Get some some views. I don't know what this is all about. It's you know, but again, I'm not surprised by any of this. You know, she dated Dennis and was pregnant within about two months. Mm-hmm. Um. They couldn't get it together. Candy tried to tell her he won't shit. She was upset that people was talking about her and talking about her relationship. So, I don't know. Um, well, it, let's just see how this story unfolds and what happens. Yeah, and again, it goes back to the whole season thing of how this might be. Cause already, this is interesting before season 14 even starts. Because we know season 13, due to COVID, it had a slow start. It wasn't as amped as it usually is. Hell, even Reunion wasn't as hyped as it usually is. Uh, other than, um, um, what's uh, Sugar Mama name? Marlo talking about um, <laughs> Portia's horse teeth. But, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... Um, yeah, you know, the season really start until Bolo. Hell, Bolo need a peach or he need a check because he definitely was the talk of the whole town and the whole season for that second half because that's all y'all ever talked about was Bolo, Bolo, Bolo. He was only there for two days. I mean, for two things. So, I mean, this is, again, people have been saying that Portia has a, a type and she has a certain lifestyle she likes to keep on deck and well the type is money right you know because <laughs> so, she even admitted it money. she admitted yeah. it um because remember she said when she did that scene where she was like oh dennis he loved me oh he got money oh he got business oh, he wanted to get... and how she spread her legs open so she spread her legs to the married men close your legs to married men <laughs> yes <Friends> so... Box. <laughs> <laughs> so um... in the words of um drew sedora 
<laughs> hey there, Delilo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I haven't heard that term so much until Drew started saying that damn Delilah about Latoya. Now the Delilah is um Portia. But again, I, I yeah, I just want to know what what part of the Jezebel spirit is this. <laughs> yes. So, uh, like I said, we should see how this unfolds, yes. how this plays out. You know, I guess this gives us something to look forward to uh, in season 14 of, of Roa Hunting. Yes. So we'll just see. I, like I said, I don't know. This this kind of screams out, you know, we need y'all to do something for season 14 or else the show is going to be canceled. So or someone losing their peach. Yeah, and then we hear Portia, you know, there's talks that she may be coming back and Candy may be walking away from the show. So I don't know. We've and we've been saying it for a couple years now. They kind of need to, you know, do a whole mix up mashup type thing with yeah. the girls on like, this show I, anyway. So Yeah, like I, I I Candy, you know, you cool, you got your bedroom candy. You know, we see the same thing every season. You open a new restaurant. Still mm-hmm. not take. I mean, you got taking. You know, doing the shy. So you booked and busy. That's cool. You are doing movies and stuff. You was in that T G Jakes movie on Lifetime. I was that the Envy movie. Yeah, you know, that so, was. Yeah, that was Envy. The yeah. first one was Lust, and the second one was Envy. Yeah. Yeah, you did a good job getting pushed down the steps and everything. So I, you know, you. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly didn't think that she was gonna have as biggest part as a big, uh, as big of a part as she did. Yeah. And she actually did, and she played right. a really good role. Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier today, it just seems like all those good Lifetime movies just abruptly <laughs> stopped. Yeah. You know, I was looking forward to a couple more of those because it was called the Seven Deadly Sins. Mm-hmm. And y'all only gave Whatever us two. two. Yeah. So uh, we missing. We need about five more of these little mini movies. Uh, Pastor Jake's. I don't know if you ran here still trying to get John Gray together. Right. Or mm. what? They, or what the case may be. <laughs> but um, yeah, they just abruptly stopped. They gave us the Mahalia movie. Mm-hmm. Making good was in the movie. Um. And then it was like, okay, no more. So right. <laughs> now there's nothing to watch on Saturday nights because you know the people still not going out like that. So. Right. So again, we we shall see what this whole situation. I know we're housewives of Atlanta. They, I think they started shooting already. Typically, they start shooting like in June time frame, June July. Then of course November is when the premiere is happening. So hell, I'm just waiting for Potomac because that's really the highlight of the uh, whole franchise right now. So I'm waiting for Potomac. That's come back in June, people. So make sure we keep up with that, because uh, um, Monique Sam is no longer on the show with her um, binder tales that she's doing on YouTube now. So yeah, we definitely keep an eye out on what's happening with the Real Housewives of Atlanta uh, season coming up soon, and this three part series that's coming out. This little um, three part situation. Yeah, this when is- she was pregnant. Yeah. Right. Now, speaking of Real Housewives, though, and Candy, so Escape did um, their versus battle with SWV on this past um, Mother's Day weekend on um, last Saturday. And happy late Mother's Day to everybody. So, we, of course, never starts on time. Black people got to do better. If you start at a time, you say, but at least they're going to three. Well, well, this one I was okay with not starting on time because, you know, I wasn't at home. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. When when it first (laughs) came on, 
I had to, I had taken Jaden out. It was kind of like he was the mother and I was a child because yeah. the whole Mother's Day weekend was about him. Saturday we did a bunch of stuff. Sunday it was all about him. We took a really nice um, mommy and son painting class um, at this place called All Fired Up. We actually picked up our, um, we painted some turtles. So we actually pick up our turtles tomorrow. Um, we can okay. pick them up after three thirty. But yeah, so you know, I wasn't at home at the time when it first came on, so I was kind of okay with that one that starting on time. But it was it was a pretty good versus. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good because everybody and so escape. You know, candies. Everyone's looking good. I was a little, I forgot what song they had to restart again because Tiny didn't get to sing her part or something like that. But I was like, oh, we're giving special treatment to the um, possible felon right now. So, okay, I see what we're doing. But um, I, I just kept side-eyeing Tiny the whole time because I was like, I know what you're really doing. This is like if we were to watch R. Kelly. Say if R. Kelly wasn't in jail right now, wasn't in trouble. I was still side-eyeing him. Still listening to the music. Was it, to, was it tonight they re I think it was that it, or some other it song. Was- it was tonight. Yeah, it was, was tonight because they did they, a whole ass performance with that one. They yeah. end up doing the whole performance. Yeah, was, you know, it was it was really good. Like you said, all the ladies look very well. Yeah, like life has been treating them well. You're right, uh, Tasha. Um, oh yeah, go ahead. A tiny in them eyes. And yeah, mm-hmm. her lips look too are humongous. But, yeah, you know. Other than that, the, the ladies look nice. Coco, yeah, you know, I'm a big um SWV fan. Yes, I love them both. But um, yeah, SWV you know, has I always was, been more my speed. Yeah, I was team SWV mm-hmm. again. It was from my era as well, Reggie. Don't do it. The, um, <laughs> it was the music from my era, my era as well. <laughs> yes, of course. You were like ten. Um, I was yeah, I was a teenager when they came out. Um, <laughs> but, um yeah, and so they were they were talking about um Coco and how the first half. Um, you know, of the of the battle, she didn't seem to be herself, and it kind of appeared that she didn't really want to be there. But she did a live like afterwards, and apparently, did you hear this? Like yeah. she had witnessed a murder or a woman get shot at the hotel she was staying in. So my question was, bitch, where would you stay in? Right, was this the Motel Eight or the Red Roof Inn? Yeah, like, where were you staying? <laughs> right, it wasn't no double two or Intercontinental. Uh, so. She said that last night as I'm preparing for verses, a lady was shot outside my hotel window to see and hear the four shots, see her laying on the ground, and all the blood was unbelievable. Then I get to the venue and had a really bad anxiety attack, literally crying and screaming. Yeah, y'all saw me looking uncomfortable and irritated during the first half, but if it wasn't for my son, J. Michael, uh, I probably wouldn't have been able to go out there. Thank you all for calming me down, understanding my mental. I love y'all to the fullest. I always say that um, most won't care to understand, but when you get those that do, cherish them. So here we are thinking, because, you know, me and Monique, we caught up with SWV again for many years. If y'all heard us on the show, too, remember they had that WeTV reality show? Yeah, we've always followed them. Yeah. Yeah, and remember Coco had an attitude then. So we thought, oh, this is just Coco attitude. Say, yeah, didn't want to say downtown. And, now, and that, that little manager that they had, I cannot think of his name, but I can see his face. They talked to him like he didn't have no mama. Yeah, the one they that was working at the call center at American yeah, Express. 
they talked to him some kind of bad, so I was like, okay. But and they but they did when and she said it real quick, but I don't I don't know who else caught it, but Tosh did say, you know, she going through something, y'all. She going through something. So yeah, I mean, that was not what I was thinking. But I'm like, what is, where were you staying? I mean, what right. was Lily and Tosh saying? Like what? Right. Because I mean, and you from um you from you know New York, you from the Bronx, so you should be used yeah. to gunshots outside your window. And then on top of that, you live in Virginia and Beach you, now. Yeah, and you live down in Virginia Beach. I mean, the courthouse shootings. So, um, you know, you could, you could have, uh, you know, I, I get it though. I, I get it. So it made sense now. So Coco, your attitude is excusable. You know, you wasn't the attitude. You just going through some things, and you know, you want to participate in the reindeer games at first, but then you came out. You, Put that ponytail up in the around them Patrick braids and the ponytail. <laughs> you put that SWV hoodie on. Yeah, SWV, and I'm gonna have to order one of those. I like I them. Like I, those yeah, I think I'm gonna have to order one of those. But yeah, and they came out SWV got the weekend the league. Yeah, now that was my only concern. Like this I is wish. Boys has got the weekend the league. Yeah, and I was so happy too because Use Your Heart is one of my favorite songs. So I was I was waiting for Tosh to do her part. So I was happy they sang that live. And Tosh actually did good for you know for the She actually, yeah, she actually looked very, very you know, yeah. Tosh, I thought she was gonna be on some fun shit. You right. Know, you always that one season. Yeah, something wrong with your voice. Yes. You always every time it's time for you to perform and sing, you didn't hoard. You gotta yes. have a surgery on your larynx and uh, just a bunch of bullshit always. But I was actually pleasantly surprised, and she actually really, really had a lot of fun. She was yes, dancing, yes. she was jumping she, all over the stage. Yeah, so, hanging out with SWV at times. Yeah, going over there, sitting and sitting on um sitting up there bumping and grinding on tiny, bumping and grinding on Tamika. You know, Tamika, she put the shits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tamika got with her nasty ass. Yes. So yeah, but Tosh had a good time. Um she was she was definitely a good time. Her vibe, her her energy was was really 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 high. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I enjoyed the whole thing. And like I said, Tosh, I was pleasantly surprised. And the ladies all look good. Lily, she the yeah. same wig. Same she hair. Always yeah. <laughs> that, that burgundy wig, but she but she stays good. consistent. Yeah. Um. Yes, with her deep voice, when she talks, she has a really <laughs> yes when she talks. <laughs> But yes, um, I enjoyed it. You know, brought me back to my middle school, high school days, early college. You know, so yeah, yeah I one of the, there's not a there's not an SWV song that I don't like. And the same right. thing with Escape. There's not an Escape song that I mm-hmm. don't like. Now, Candy, you did do a little cheatation, honey. Yeah, you, you sung a no lot scrubs. of the songs that your ass wrote, mm-hmm. like bills, bills, bills. Y'all mm-hmm. sung no scrubs. Y'all mm-hmm. sung that um. Don't think I'm not. Yeah. In the, and then that other one, um, what you gonna do with that? Booty? Yeah. E40 so song. Yeah, you did a little cheating, honey. Right. But um, all in all, together, it was a really cool versus. So yeah. Now my only concern was um that SWV. So I feel like it was a lot of favoritism for the show being in Atlanta. So I feel like it was a lot of favoritism for Atlanta because of the fact that. I feel like Week should have closed out the whole show. Cause Week is number one hit. That was the big song. That's like the closing out song right there. Understanding, you could just the vibe was just different when Understanding closed out. Like Week is like that song you close out with. Week Understanding was just like, okay, why is this closing out again? So I feel like the favoritism in that part there. 
but again, still signing Tamika Harris. And I actually thought they would have closed out with just kicking it because that was the song to put them on the map. That was their first single. Yeah, so I understand it really wasn't the closing song, but I guess um, Candy wanted to hit her high note, so that was an opportunity to hit that note. So, you know. Because <laughs> you're going to let Didi call it, she, <laughs> she didn't even know. <laughs> 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 and then um what else happened so that was that was real good and everything like that but um i wonder if latasha if she uh catered the event with her vegetarian or vegan food um, so her fried rice from uncle ben's and some asparagus tips that she put in the microwave so i wonder if she catered um the event that night but um it, it was good it was good for its worth so um, people, if you want to get into your SWV escape bag, you can listen to the playlist on FNL Radio on Apple Music. The playlist is there. It's called Just Right Here, Just Kicking It, um, the SWV and Escape Versus Battle. So you can listen to that playlist and get the play-by-play and listen to it all over again if you want to, everyone. Now, moving on to another topic now. So Ellen DeGeneres is leaving her daytime talk show after 19 seasons. Well, so that's a, that's a good thing. Look, now... So May 2022 will be the last time you'll be seeing Ellen jigging down they the staircase. <laughs> they should have canceled that show when all that shit came out and hit the fan about her having a toxic work environment. And that should have been the last of that show then. Yeah, so she's saying that um, it's time to step away. She had an amazing 19 years, but um, due to the... Now, at first she didn't say it was due to the workplace environment rumors and all that, or you know allegations... But she's saying it's more so based on that it's just time to go, and is she ready to? I don't know, do other things. I mean, she got dog food out here in these streets. She got home goods. I think it was at Pier One, but Pier One out of business. So I don't know if she got that home good line anymore, unless they sell them the off um, the back end stuff at um, TJ Maxx now. You know how they do, or at Big Lots. But um, so yeah, those remember it's top of last year while I was going through uh, going through Big Run, the, the um, report came out that she was. That the Ellen show was very toxic in the workplace. That pretty much they were getting um, kibbles and bits um, type of treatment at the um, at the studios. Like people, then you couldn't talk to her. You had to um, pretty much your hours. It was just a lot of different crazy stuff that was going on behind the scenes. And now she's saying that it sounded like there was a um, a scheme set up by Top with the shit. So now she's saying that she felt like she, she was targeted. Well, yeah, she claimed that she didn't know anything about it and she wished people had just come to her, you know, the show employs over a hundred and some odd um, employees. So she would have never known those things were going on. Um, and I call bullshit on that. Right. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. Mm-hmm. And only reason I think that too, because I mean, you did executive produce the Steve Harvey talk show, and we know how that talk show and that workplace is behind the scenes. And, and, yeah, I was gonna say, don't don't the story sound <laughs> parallel. Nobody <laughs> talked to him. Nobody could lick at his ass, and a bunch of foolishness and fucking niggery was going on. In the words of Miss for its rock, yeah, the story sound parallel to each other. Right. So I, I mean, I. You know, all the, you know, daytime uh, stay-at-home moms, they love them from Ed, Ellen. I think my grandma, she watched Ellen, but she, you know, sometimes she'd be like, you know, she, Ellen, you know, I, I don't want to see her dance every day, but, you know, that's just Ellen. She's supposed to get a lot. She said that's her show. is supposed to make you have fun, energy, blah, blah, blah. But behind the scenes, you're making them people feel terrible at work. And I'm pretty sure you knew of it because you are the Ellen show. Like, 
if I had a multi, you know, billion dollar business, a talk show, and I'm, you know, the my name is the marquee, and I want to be involved in everything. I want to make sure that everyone was doing what's going on. So yeah, I'm pretty sure you was know. Treated, yeah, yeah, and was treated fairly. You know, right. there was no workplace. You know, foolishness going on in there. Right. So I mean, Ellen, you can say all you want, but I'm pretty sure you knew of it, and this was no setup. You just, you know, trying to, cause you, you're like the likable person, and your friends with Justin Timberlake. So that's already a red flag there. So it's yeah, like that show should have been canceled once all that shit hit the fan in the first place. Right. So, but you know, because she the white color, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why it did not happen. Because you know, as soon as that shit hit the fan with Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. his black dick look ass was out of there. Yes, the big teeth and all. So you and your dirty church, um, dirty chucks. Um, sayonara, you know, um, we'll see you in another life, um, Ellen. But they're saying that uh, Tiffany Haddish could be taking the place of Ellen, too. So Tiffany's no, been co- want to see her on a talk show either. <laughs> she ain't ready. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. So, Tiffany Haddish, she's been um, filling in the coasting duties for Ellen's show. And hell, if you haven't shown for your own job, so how are you going to, this your own show. So, how are you going to, okay, now, Ellen. So, anyways, Ellen has been pretty much doing her show since October. And so, uh, Different uh, guest hosts were coming and filling the spots. Tiffany Haddish did as well. They saying her ratings was good on the episodes that she did, even though the Ellen Show um, in general was dropping in viewership since the whole story came out. But the ones that Tiffany Haddish has been hosting has been steady and been good. So NBC Universal executives are reportedly saying that the Ellen Tiffany Haddish did take over the daytime um, 3 o'clock p.m. position. Now, like you said, Tiffany Haddish, I see her on the Kids Do the Darnest Thing. Y'all remember that show used to be hosted back a long time ago by Bill Cosby when I used to watch it, and just like back in the 90s. So Tiffany Haddish, you know, she has a way with kids and stuff like that on that show. So that's like cute. But I don't want to see her on the talk show every day. Like, she's cool for like an interview, if that. But I don't want to see her. Like, I don't, I don't think she has the range for a talk show like that. So no, she doesn't. Um, nobody wants to see her on no talk show. She should stick to these movies <clears throat> or whatever. I don't want to see her doing no comedy show, mm-hmm. no talk show, no kind of show. She should just do these little movies. I think the last movie that um came out, then there was a movie that came out like last week or the week before last, and I heard that was pretty. It did pretty okay, but no, um, Mm-mm. they should just let this show go all together. Right, right. So what happens down that road with that one, but again, um, bye, Ellen. So moving on to another story, and this we got have a prayer reason on deck for Tank for everybody. So the 45-year-old R&B singer shared emotional news that he is going deaf in his right ear and is losing his hearing in the other in the Instagram video that was posted earlier this week on Wednesday. So he's saying that I'm going through something right now, and I want you to use my situation to encourage your situation. I'm going completely deaf in my right ear and I'm kind of losing sound in my left ear. Um, he said that I've, um, I've been dizzy, can't walk a straight line, all of this out of nowhere, don't know how or why. I'm seeing a doctor, got MRIs going on and medication, all of that. So he um, basically has been saying that he still hasn't given up a reason to give up. Uh, it hasn't given him a reason to stop feeling like I can do and be everything that I've set out to be. Uh, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you find yourself, whether your body is failing you, whether your mind is failing you, whether your spirit is failing you, keep going and keep pushing. So he has a good, you know, support system with his wife, uh, Zena Foster. 
Uh, and also, I believe he saw some doctors in Baltimore, I want to say, or um, at John Hopkins, I think it was one, um, I think it was somewhere out there. And pretty much said he had a bad case of vertigo. Um, he, they've been um, doing tests. He said, I tested lower today in terms of things I could hear in, my, in this ear. So hopefully that starts to turn around quickly. I can get back out there and do what I do. And Aww. he said, say it now. Don't wait until I'm deaf or in a wheelchair. He wants to get his flowers. He wants people to appreciate him. And I actually want the people, I feel like there's a set of people, again, like in our range of people who like listen to R&B music, who really listen. Like, I think it's one of like those beast R&B singers. Like, he's really one of those great ones who don't really get a lot of recognition. Yeah. And I know um, <clears throat> I was listening this was sometime last year, him and um, Jamie Foxx. This was on YouTube, and I don't know if I sent this to you, but him and Jamie Foxx were actually hanging out, mm-hmm. and Tank actually um, plays the piano, and he plays yeah. very, very well. Mm-hmm. And they were singing. They were singing, and they were doing a couple, a bunch of different songs, but they sung um, this song by commission and you know that was the mm-hmm. group of Fred Hammond yeah. um in ordinary and so it was so pretty the rendition that him and Jamie Foxx did and Tank was playing the piano and it was it was just really really good and like you said he is one of those um vocalists and one of those RB singers that never really got the recognition that they deserve. He's very talented. Yeah. Um, you know, no auto tune. Um saying whether or not, you know, whether it's a cappello, he don't need to sing over the top of no backing tracks. Right. And his um, music and when he produces and he when he writes as well. And so he definitely be killing it. Hell, even acting, because you know, when he was in that what was that preacher's kid movie Latoya, um Lucky. Yeah, and he was also in um the one of those uh seven deadly sins yeah, in the mm-hmm. last movie yeah, um, that mm-hmm. just aired not too long ago and he had a great role in that and then he's actually him and his wife they are going to be featured on um on the own network on black love so yeah. you'll get to hear and see um him and his wife's love story mm-hmm. so um i was actually watching that last night uh, me too yeah. ready to love went off and it was actually one of the better right um, one of the better i guess series. yeah 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 one of the like you said series or episodes that i watch i love tabitha brown she is one of those actresses again that doesn't get a lot of recognition but Mm -hmm. i love the love the love story of her and her husband they've been married for 18 years and what i liked about this particular series in the episode last night there were not a lot of uh quote-unquote like famous people right of people that you really didn't know, um, you know, up there. Lettucey and her husband were up there. And I remember when Lettucey married him yep. and she talked about how they met in their love story, which mm-hmm. is really, really cute. And then um, they had another couple. I can't think of their names, but they had been married not that long, maybe about three years, four years. And um, the husband was like a heavy set, light skinned guy. Yeah. And she was, and she apparently, I guess they live in Atlanta now. And so they were talking about um, pretty much when he decided that he knew that he wanted to propose to her and when he would come down to Atlanta to visit her. And she kind of, and he needed her to kind of, when they would go out and pick up the tax because he was saving like every, 
every dime he had, every piece of extra money that he would get to get, you know, to get a really, really special ring for her. And mm-hmm. they just talked about their love story. She was stating that she met him. I can't remember something, some workshop or something. One of her friends was like, hey, my front brother's coming. Um, you know, just kind of show him the ropes. They were like the only black people that um, they were one of the few black people that were in this um I guess going to be at this workshop or something at a school or something mm-hmm. that they were um, doing. I had it on and I was I was watching, but I was doing some other stuff as well. But um, yeah, but check, I think Tank and his wife should actually air on this coming Friday's episode. So definitely check that out. And I hate that that is, um, you know, that that's happening to him. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we're going to listen to prayer words. We all know that God specializes in prayer changes things. So hopefully those things, you know, his hearing will be turned around. But definitely, if you guys get a chance, check out Taking His Wife and Their Love Story on um, Black Love. This yes. Friday. Yes, definitely. And I, I kind of sense something was off about Tank too. I would say this because I um usually like during my break at work, I'll watch YouTube videos because like nothing, you know, to really kind of do in the daytime. So I watch YouTube and he did this episode. So L magazine, they have this series called Song Association. And since the quarantine, they call it Song Association at home, where they get artists to they give them a word and they have like 10 seconds to come up or sing a song associated with that word. So, you know, he has this piano, he's playing the song, but I noticed like some of the keys were trying to find the key and it wasn't quite there was um, when he's playing on the piano. Um, and I was like, usually he catch that sound. So he wasn't catching the sound. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? So now we know why in detail what's going on with him. So again, people, it's very important to know your body. And as soon as you found something that's wrong with you, definitely get it checked out as soon as possible because you only have, again, you have one life to live. Going to make sure you're good. And so, yeah, people, if you feel like something's off, you know, I know some of the hospitals are still like, can't see you unless you really have extreme COVID conditions or whatever. But if you, and that's kind of loosened up on that as well. But at the same time, you got to go to urgent care. You got to go to your own primary physician, whatever. Just make sure you get checked out if you have something that you feel like is not right. Just know your body, people. That's the most important thing is to know your body and make sure you get taken care of. Uh, so, yeah, definitely prayers to Tank. Speaking of Tank and Jamie Foxx, one thing I have a concern with is right now. Um, and Tyrese, and, you know, I wonder if Tyrese said something to his brother, too, because that's, you know, Tyrese did um, do TGT fucked up. But speaking of... <laughs> Um, but out here want to shave the pussy hairs of a little twenty year old. All while at an Oscar party. So the Oscars was, uh, of course, a few. Yeah, weeks ago, apparently people. they were in the bathroom while everybody else was out having fun. Yeah, and, you know, hanging out and kicking it and they in the bathroom. Okay, playing with the razors. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And here's my concern. So Jamie Foxx. Um, he was in the animated, um, the voice in the animated movie. So, which one for best animated movie? And if you haven't seen people's on Disney Plus, it's a really good one too. Definitely, you know, one Did of those. Like it? I, I liked it for what it was worth. A little, you know, for for be, well, I guess. It was. Let me say that we watched it on Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. it, it came out. It was released on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So you know when um we sat down to eat Christmas dinner, we watched it. Um, me, Jaden, and my husband. It was it was good except for the parts where he was where he was kind of going into like the brain pattern and yeah. the thinking pattern. Those part that part 
I couldn't get with it lost me. Right. But um, the other parts where he was just playing a, a teacher and you know play, um trying to get on in the nightclub and get his music out there, you mm-hmm. know, and and you know just wanted to play the sax. That that part was good. But when they kept going in and out these realms of you know how the brain functions and thinks and you know how we move, you know, our, our thought pattern and think and things like that and our emotions. I was like, okay, this is the this is, you know, it's a bit much for a child. Right. It, it was a bit much for me, so I know it was a bit much for a child, but other than that, I, that's the only part I didn't like, but the movie was pretty good. Yeah, it was, that reminded me of that movie, uh, Inside Out, which I thought was yeah, a Disney was, movie. I'm like, yeah. teaching kids about depression and everything already. Like, they not even, they moves. So, um, yeah, I started to walk out the theater because they now would see that in the movies. I was like, this is not what I thought this movie was going to be about at all. I started right. to walk out because I was like, this is very mature. This is too mature for children. Right, especially with the uh, stuff, animal dying and stuff. I said, okay, now y'all doing a little much. But um, I say it's say, and that's the first thing that came to my mind when right. the, the first scene of it kind of going into the other. Room. I was like, "This shit is just like inside out. This is crazy." Yes, but uh, I say that say so. Tyrese handed Jamie Foxx the Oscar. I guess he already had it on deck at his home because he had no Oscars himself. But I'm wondering why he was able to have an Oscar just on deck. So I wonder those are the same hands that you wash your hands because you had no gloves on when you shaving baby girl pussy for her hairs. <laughs> So I wonder if you took that stick razor and washed your hands after the fact and hand that Oscar to him, or if you had some hand sanitizer on deck. We know you're a little simple-minded. I don't know if you threw on the towel and wiped your hands after it, but it, I was like, now, it may be second-guess going to someone's house for a house party, because first off, we in the pan, um, pepperoni hey, we pizza. Don't know, you go to the bathroom, we don't know what the fuck you do at the bathroom, because yes. obviously anything goes down in the bathroom nowadays. Right. <laughs> So we see you, Tyrese Gibson, Black Tie. Now, moving on to another story real quick. Well, people. you know, he was also the same one that was dressed up um, like the Black you know what? Party at George Floyd's service as well. All the way in there dressed like that. Right. He, so. People, check your mental health too. People, you feel like you got to go somewhere and someone loves you. Get them checked out because yeah, he got some stuff going on with him. I don't know if there's too many Coca Colas on the back of that bus or that tight earring lip on the bottom, but something been going on with him. <laughs> it's just the day he got was introduced to the world. Yes. <laughs> so um, if y'all remember loving hip hop back in the day, people, there was this um producer on there named Molly Mall. What's that the one that was fucking around with um, what's baby girl Nikki and yeah, it was Nikki and um. Fetty Wap Baby Mama, Masika. Okay, so am I thinking about the same Molly Mall that was messing around with Randy? No, I think yeah, yeah, I think that yeah, because that was that same scene. That was all the Hollywood season. Yes, that was every that was that whole. But this is and he did some work for Jennifer Hudson, right? Yeah. So this is the same one. He doesn't he and okay. So I'm thinking about the one. Doesn't he also kind of dibble and dabble in the church world as well? Oh no, that's not that one. That's Molly Music. I know he's talking about. Yeah, it's Molly okay, Music. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But Molly Maul, um, his sentence. I don't remember the, him. He, you know, but just like the early season of Hollywood, just like season one. Um, remember that scene when they went to the mansion and um, Masika shit was packed up and Nikki moved in the house? Basically. Mm, yeah. I just remember T. Aaron Marie and, um, 
princess going back and forth about the vaginal cream. Okay, yeah. Okay, now. But yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I remember that. Okay. So he was sentenced to 33 months in prison for owing for owning and running a prostitution business in the pandemic. So according to the PDF files from court, Jamal Malimar <laughs> Rashid has operated several escort businesses that served as a front for prostitution for about 12 years. So this is around the same time he was on Hollywood, uh, Love Hip Hop Hollywood. So he stood in front of a judge on last Thursday and asked the judge to accept that he has not engaged in any criminal activity since 2014. He says, I respectfully ask you to accept the fact that since 2014, I have not engaged in any criminal activity. I truly apologize to the court, the government, and most importantly, the women involved. So the FBI has been investigating um, Molly Maul since 2014 and found out that the producer persuaded, induced, enticed, and caused hundreds of women into prostitution, of course, um, hundreds of women into prostitution businesses across the state lines. So court documents show that he paid women as independent contractors uh, shout out to the 1099 who pay his business half of their earnings or quote unquote priority girls who turned over nearly all their proceeds. Documents also state and that and the, they were the priority girls. God damn. Yeah. So if you were the priority, what the <laughs> what the fuck with the regular girls? Yeah, what did you take home? Well the crackheads. So they also state that the um, priority girls um will earn a thousand to ten thousand dollars a day but only keep a hundred dollars. And the stand women stayed in one of his properties and provided the use of high end uh, use of a high end vehicle. They were also required to test him when they went anywhere and were not allowed to date. Sound like R. Kelly. Okay. In 2019, yes, in 2019, he pled guilty to the use of interstate facility and aid of unlawful activity with the sentence of one to 33 months in prison. He has until 2 p.m. on August 13th to surrender. Following his prison sentence, he will have three years of supervised super, um, release. I hope this really takes out. Um, I said the judge said, "I really hope this takes." I hope you get the message. You've been really lucky. You will spend the rest of your life in prison if you do this again. And he said, "You won't see me again." Thank you, Honor. Now again, I'm trying to think now. I do these uh, because it was in the um, pen a contractor on paper. Do these women get the PPP loan or any type of PUA or any type of unemployment? Because this just like the uh, stripper girls in the uh, club and the bartenders. Like, is there a union of some sorts for you all? Do you all uh, have like some type of, you know, um, uh, equal employee opportunity line you can contact? Well, even if they can't, even if none of those things are available to them, they should at least maybe get seven, eight money back for all that a thousand dollars. Right, I it's mean, type of restitution least, or something. Uh, yeah, a hundred dollars, some type of reparations or some money. Yeah, you can't do shit with a hundred dollars. That's that's a not even a bill. That's a that's two meals at Sushi King. So, shit, I was gonna say, uh, uh you know, or Texas Day Brazil. No, uh, go to McDonald's. Shit, and that, you spend that within two to three days. Right. A thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars. Now y'all getting some good money, priority girls. So I wonder if y'all got the high, the high, you know, high level pussy or something y'all got because to get ten thousand dollars in a day and only get a hundred dollars of that. Oh, y'all was giving skimming some money aside or something, but maybe y'all would not have been here to tell y'all story if, if y'all skimmed some money. So I, I feel bad for y'all, but I hope y'all get some of this money back because what the hell you're gonna do when you gotta go back home after this uh, situation? So I hope hell y'all kind of shit. A hundred dollars. Then what can y'all save with that? Can uh, I at least get forty acres in a meal or something? Right, independent contractors. Mm. 
Uh, did you do I nine too? Like what? How, what that? What that process going to? We have to do. I, I'm gonna see if I'm one of these stripper hole girls, one of these priority girls, and see if we taking to do an interview on the show just for purposes of just educating us of how the strippers and how the hoes in the streets and priority girls and the prostitutions because. This don't seem like the same prostitutes I used to look at on real sets back in the day on the prostitute specials on HBO. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, prayers to y'all. Now, um, <laughs> now speaking of black excellence, people. So, Felicia Rashad, who we know as the mother of all black mothers, well, not all black mothers, but one of the black mothers of all time on television. Well, she was Michelle Obama before we met her, Michelle Obama. Okay? Right. Yes, so she has been named by Howard University as the dean of the um, fine arts department, everybody. So she has been named the um, dean of the College of Fine Arts at Howard University, rather, the other HU people. Uh, She um, marched the return of her Howard University, uh, the hiring of her also marched the return of Howard's College of Fine Arts program as an independent school within the university. In 1998, as part of a cost-cutting move by previous administrators, the university merged the College of Fine Arts within its College of Arts and Sciences. The absorption um, angered many other schools performing art and visual arts students, faculty and alumni, including Rashad herself, who um, is an alumni of um, Howard University. So to see her go back to her stomping grounds and be the dean, that's real major. So clap, clap, bravo to you. Um, Felicia Rashad and being the dean over there at Howard University and the College of Fine Arts. You know, as an artist myself and being a graduate of art school, it's always good to see the arts making this comeback and people really investing their time and energy and money into it again. So, congratulations, Felicia Rashad. Yes, ma'am. Black excellence at its finest. Absolutely. So, everybody, that concludes our show, everyone. We had so much fun returning with you all. It's been so long since we have been with you all acting the damn fool, but it's been amazing and it's been fun. And again, thank you all for listening to us. Again, people, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, if Google's still out there in these streets, and also iHeartRadio now. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram. Now, first off, people, I'm um, my Twitter is not active because of apparently I posted some videos. Like when we do, if there's an artist, it's usually, you know, people promote their videos so they'll put videos online like say i put a missy Elliott video online or something like that and it's just me saying you know missy a dope artist you know giving her her flowers this video was dope like the working video or the she's a bitch video something like that so apparently the uh, dmca which is pretty much the it seems like it's the crackdown that's all things um copywritten and whatnot they basically said that look because you got these two videos, literally two videos on my account that was um, when it gets copyright or whatever, they suspended my whole Twitter account. So I have not been on Twitter to talk my shit like I usually would with, with you know, 90 Day Fiance or all these shows and stuff like that. So I've been silent from Twitter. I do have a backup Twitter called The Doc Report. So you can find me on there. And you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Document underscore DLC. Monique, you still been see, have, have been on Twitter. So you still active on Twitter? Yes, I'm not in Twitter jail. I tweet okay. about the shows. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I tweeted recently. Um, I can't. What was I watching? Um, let me look and see. Um, oh, ready to love. Mm. Um, it was 
April 30th was the last time I tweeted. I was watching uh, <clears throat> Ready to Love and they was acting a fool on Ready to Love. Mm-hmm. It, wasn't, it was the episode where they had the um, the masquerade ball and the, oh, okay. um, the freaking frat girls. Mm-hmm. Did you see that, you see <laughs> yes. that episode? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, was the, that was the last time I actually tweeted. Mm-hmm. All right. So you still cook love 1980. On Twitter and bad I news am. and bad news doll. What you were on Instagram? <laughs> bad news doll. Yeah, so bad. Nineteen eighty, I, I think. I, I can't forget you, bad news doll people. Scratch. This not Monique on the show. This bad news doll. We got to give her. her... <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know, come July, bad news. Well, not July. Excuse me. End of June. Bad news doll gonna have her um ratchet yet holy playlist to play on the show. So. <laughs> Yes, I'll be the big F uh four one. I was gonna say F one fifty forty one. I would be forty one. <laughs> but uh thank you again, people, for checking us out. Uh don't bust people's heads with bottles. Use your words, people, use your motherfucking words. And take your shots, everyone. And not talking about tequila shots, I'm talking about your vaccine shots. And people, y'all have a good rest of y'all day, night, all that good stuff. And peace and good night. Good night.